The Kindle Oasis is a product that I've thought about a few times, probably since it was first released, because it's obviously the best Kindle. And because it's the best Kindle, it is the best e-reading device you can buy today. Obviously, it's a bit of a crowded market, and you've got the likes of an iPad, any smartphones, other e-readers that are like the Kindle. But there's no doubt that the simplistic e-ink screen, to my mind, beats a phone or a tablet screen. And the library available through Amazon beats the competition that's out there. For all the arguments out there about Amazon... If you want to be a consumer for one minute and you want to get every book you can at the best possible price, you're going to go to Amazon. And so I pondered it. I've I've pondered the Oasis, as I say, for some time, but I've thought about it more recently, probably because of the lockdowns and the fact that I'm trying to read more. I note that I probably, if for 95% of my time would be writing, then 5% of the time would be reading. And that's not enough because you need to read to be able to write better. It, otherwise, you end up in your own little bubble and it can become quite repetitive. And so this desire to read more has always been there. And it's been there through every Kindle I've owned. Ironically, all of those Kindles have ended up on a shelf and were eventually sold because I I found myself keep going back to the iPhone to read books just out of sheer convenience. I think the real reason for that is mainly because I do struggle to read for long periods of time. I struggle to do many things for long periods of time and On top of that, I would say that three out of four books I start don't get finished. They can tend to get dispensed quite early. And it's a lot of time to invest uh, when I could be doing other things. The obsession with creating something as opposed to consuming something remains strong. But I am trying. And this second lockdown felt like a good time to pick up the oasis the main reason i picked it up if i'm honest was because amazon have it on sale and rather than i think it was 259 pounds for the 32 gig version it was 199 that's a huge amount of money for what is a basic e-reader if you think of the screen technology, how it looks, and and generally how we tend to rate technology. It looks incredibly expensive, but that's not really the whole story with something like the Kindle, and in particular the Oasis. The e-ink screen, which from afar looks very basic, 
is near perfect for reading and at the moment it's as close as you're going to get to a paper book. And from that, you then get huge battery life. So you you just don't have to even consider powering the thing, which makes it feel more like a book. And this is where um, the Oasis has stood out for me, way above any other Kindle. I noticed from the first use that it felt like a book. The funny little bulge on the left or the right, depending on how you want to hold it, actually makes it much more comfortable to hold. And the lack of balance in the device strangely works uh, in a practical way. The two buttons on the side means you don't have to touch the screen when reading and you don't get the mistaps or the misswipes that you can get with older Kindles. And overall, I've been more than a little impressed with the device. And th there is obviously the added bonus that you can play audible books on it. You just need to pair your Bluetooth headphones to it and away you go. And, and that's one reason why I picked up the 32 gig model rather than the 8 gig one, which I believe was 169. And something in the back of my mind made me think it would be a keeper. And sometimes you can't tell what that is. There's just something about a device that that nags you and eventually you you go for it and it sticks. And that's quite rare. But it's strange how all of the devices that have become keepers and to me have felt like near perfect tools for the job they need to do have been the ones that I've resisted for a long time. Uh, obviously the, the Oasis is new and it could end up on the shelf like the other Kindles, but I really don't think it will. Uh, partly because of the excellent send to reader service, which will pick up longer web articles and move them to the Kindle in the background. And, and that's perfect for someone like me, because when I'm not getting stuck into a novel, which as I've explained, I, I struggle to do, it means I can read the articles with the imagery, albeit in monochrome, and still get the full experience. And that's why it's working for me. Even some graphic novels look quite impressive on it because of the high resolution screen. And so within a week, I'm massively enjoying it. And suddenly that thought of £199 being a lot for this particular product is probably not correct because if I am to stick with it, even if I used it for half an hour a day, that's a huge amount of use. And eventually it becomes really very good value for money. The other products I've resisted 
for a long time with the AirPods Pro. And my daughter ended up accidentally persuading me to get some because we bought her some for her birthday and she just fell in love with them straight away. And I watched how she was using them and you can read the review on the website, but over time, uh, while I'm working from home, they're in my ears all day long. They're in my ears when I go for a walk uh, or go for a run or, or whatever I do, they're there. And I've got, initially I felt the sound wasn't quite as good as some of the uh, com competition from Jaybird. But it's a bit like anything with audio uh, <clears throat> these days in that you get used to a sound. And, and I do feel that they have opened up a little bit and the sound has improved. But once you get used to something, you can put up with maybe a slightly lesser audio quality than some of the competition, purely because of how practical they are. So they are now keepers for, for me. And the other product that I resisted for a very long time was the iPhone. I, I remember we went to Tenerife on holiday and I still had my Blackberry and I was... I, I just wouldn't let it go. I, Although it was, I could see in some ways it wasn't that impressive. The iPhone was in its infancy and it just didn't have what I needed. And it didn't have what a lot of people needed. But eventually, for some reason, I thought I'd give one a try. And I almost went through a lot of pain to just keep trying it, even though many things I still had to do away from the phone. But, you know, it stuck. And I've had every iPhone since. So maybe there's some kind of sixth sense would be putting it a bit too far. But it's strange to me how the products that I've resisted for so long that sit in the back of my mind then become the products I use more than anything else. And that's all I really want is I want um, a product that offers a good quality reliable experience and that does exactly what it claims to do well and there are far too many that just don't do that and obviously in a world where we have laptops tablets phones netflix xboxes it is quite refreshing to have a device that just does that one thing and that's present text on a screen for you to read and in a device where you're not constantly thinking about charging it or running out of space crucially it doesn't feel like a computer and that's what makes it work so well and I have to say from an emotional point of view the gap between the Oasis and all of the other Kindles I've used the Voyage the Paperwhite the basic Kindles, the gap is absolutely huge. You wouldn't believe it until you use it. But when you use it, it's really quite a, it's quite a shock. Um, well, it was for me. And that's it, really. Just um, a few thoughts on the Kindle Oasis. Mainly because I couldn't be bothered to write the rest of the review. And I thought it would be 
more interesting to put a bit on text and a bit on the podcast. So thank you for listening and there will be a new episode very soon. Bye for now.